Welcome to the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast, where it is never too early for fantasy football. My name is Jeff. I'm Alex. As always, thank you for downloading, listening, and liking and commenting on our podcast videos. Please join our community by subscribing to us on the socials. Our handle on all platforms is at N2E Fantasy. We are also available on all major podcasting apps by searching N2E Fantasy. Alex, what do we have on today's show? On this episode of the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast, we are priming you up for week 17 with some ads and some starts and sit information for your fantasy championship week. So uh, some of you may have weird settings where you go into week 18, but most most of us out here finish on week 17. And we're going to get started on who you guys should start and sit with the Thursday night matchup, the Jets at the Browns. Uh, Jeff, who are we starting in this and who are we picking to win this one? Oh boy, I'm going to go with the Browns in this matchup because um, Zach Wilson isn't starting, so we're going to get another Simeon start in this matchup. So give me the Browns in this matchup. For the Jets, I'm going to start Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. I do expect them to be heavily targeted like they were last week at double-digit targets. Hopefully they can convert some of those. I would start Flacco, Cooper, Njoku, and Jerome Ford for the Browns. Is there anyone that I'm missing, and who are you picking? The only other person I'd throw out there is maybe Kareem Hunt as another flex option. I think he and Ford are about the same, in my opinion, at this point. Uh, but I'm also going the Browns for Thursday. All right. So we can move on to the second matchup of the Lions at the Cowboys. Alex, who are you taking in this matchup? Who are you starting? Who are you sitting? Who are you adding? Oh, boy. All right. Well, I think I'm starting Dak this week. I think this should be a prime week for him. Uh, I'm starting CeeDee Lamb, starting uh, probably Pollard as well. Uh, I feel like there's you can't not start him at this point. Uh, and I would start maybe Ferguson as well. So that's Dak, Pollard, Lamb, Ferguson for the Cowboys. And then for Detroit, I would go Jared Goff. I'd go Amon Ross, St. Brown. Uh, I should say, clarify, Jared Goff is more of a quarterback too. But... Definitely Amon Ross St. Brown, David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs. Those are the guys I feel pretty comfortable with. Also, Sam Laporta. At this point, you can't take him out of your lineup unless you have a ridiculously much better option. Um, that's it for me. Uh, Jeff, was there anyone else that you had? And I will actually take the Cowboys in this one. Yeah, I'm going to roll with the Cowboys as well in this one as well. And I think you could start up everyone in this matchup. But again, we're down to the last week of the season. So we're talking about fantasy championships. So hopefully you are able to start the majority of your players that you've been starting this year. And obviously we have a few injuries that we'll get to here in a few moments. But uh, yeah, I am, I'm right there with you. I hope Dak rebounds in this game. I still have a Dak versus Allen debate in a championship matchup. So it's just, it's a, uh, this could be Dak's rebound game. And, uh, yeah, I might start to act this week. We will see, though. Okay, so we're both going Cowboys, both going Browns. Will we be the same with the Cardinals at the Eagles on Sunday? Jeff, I think in this one, I think it's our Fields and Kyler Murray. Uh, I think, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Jalen Hurts and Murray. And I would start James Conner for the Cardinals. I'd start. McBride for the Cardinals. Uh, I would start Swift, AJ Brown, uh, Smith, maybe Goddard as well for the Eagles. Ooh, would you start Marquise Brown this week? If he's playing, I would. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to Eagles. I, although it'd be interesting because it's the Cardinals head coach was the Eagles defensive coordinator last year. Maybe there'll be some interest. Maybe it'll be uh, upset. I don't know, but I'm still going to go to the Eagles. Jeff, who do you have in this one? Yeah, I think the upset potential is very high for this matchup because the this is a sandwich matchup for two Giants matchups with the Eagles, um, or for the Eagles, I should say. Um, as far as this matchup goes, you failed to mention that this is another Bird Bowl that we have for our viewers oh my this week, so I wanted to mention that. But uh, but yeah, this could be a matchup here that, that the Eagles overlook, and they actually... Um, lose this matchup so we'll we'll see where where this goes and but i do i'm gonna pick philly in this one as well i just don't see them dropping this one but uh upset alert on this one for sure all right we can move on from this bird bowl and uh go on to the falcons at the bears uh i am gonna go bears in this one jeff and i am starting fields i am starting Bijan. um i still gotta view london and pitts as startable DJ Moore, if his ankle's okay, I would start DJ Moore. Uh, Cole Komet at tight end, I would start him. Uh, Herbert is an interesting one. If if uh, he ends up being the one starting after last week, I would feel pretty comfortable throwing him out there. But Jeff, I know that Roshan, I'm still not starting him, even though he's going to be the guy next year. I just know it. But who are you Herbert's picking in this one? Are you, going, are you going Falcons or are you going Bears in this one? So Herbert's still around next year, so I don't foresee this backfield changing at all. And, um, I mean, it obviously depends on the coaching staff because they could bring in a Josh Jacobs or another team like that. But give me the Bears in this matchup. I'm going to start Herbert because I'm going to assume that Foreman is a healthy scratch again. So there's a personal problem going on with him that we don't know what is happening. But uh, as long as Foreman is out, give me Herbert um, in this matchup. But uh, I could easily see the Bears winning this matchup. But uh, the Falcons' defense might give the Bears' offense fits that we don't see coming in this matchup. Okay. All right. You ready to move on to the the next one? Yes, sir. It's uh, the Cat Bowl, I guess. Panthers at Jaguars. (laughs) I'm just coming up with crap at this point. Uh, Who you got with Panthers at Jaguars? So this is a matchup that if Lawrence does not play, I'm going to go the Carolina Panthers. But I'm going to assume Lawrence is playing right now. He is a tough guy. He's always out there. And I would be starting Lawrence, ETN, Ridley, and Ingram. Um, for the Panthers side, Hubbard, Thielen, and DJ Shark. DJ Shark, clearly a favorite target this past week for Bryce Young. And I want to make sure that I'm on that bandwagon for the last week of the season. Um, but in this particular matchup, give me the Jaguars. I will switch my pick, though, if Lawrence is not playing. Okay. Well, I agree with all your starts, and I think that the Jaguars win it whether Lawrence plays or not. So I'm going Jaguars. So far, we are uh, we are the same. These first few matchups. So yes, that's sir. interesting. I think that's going to continue into the next matchup too. The uh, the Rams at Giants. Jeff. Oh right. Who who are we starting in this one? Let's uh, go ahead for the Rams. We're going to start Stafford, Williams, Puka, and Cup, and even, if desperate, Tyler Higby. Um, And then also you could take a dart throw on Demarcus Robinson as well. And then the start for the Giants is only going to be Saquon Barkley. It's it. He's the the man that stands alone right now, and we'll see if he actually returns to the Giants next year. He is a free agent coming up after these next two games. But uh, give me the Rams in this matchup. Alex, who you got? I'm also going Rams, and uh, I will just add that for the Giants, 
desperation option is Slayton at the wide receiver position, but I wouldn't count on it. Uh, I think that the Rams are a much better team. So give me the Rams. All right, we can move on to our next matchup, and it's the Raiders at the Colts. Who are you starting, who are you sitting, and uh, who you got in this matchup? Okay, well, depending on Josh Jacobs' status for this week, it, he probably isn't playing, but if he is, I feel like you have to play him. Uh, if if he's not, Zamir White looks like a solid option, so I would start Zamir White, and I would... Uh, Okay, so I would still consider starting Devontae Adams. I'd still consider starting Jacoby Myers. I feel like you have to keep putting them out there, even though last week was a dismal performance uh, through the air. Um, not starting Aiden O'Connell unless I'm in a two-quarterback league and I'm desperate with that second spot. Uh, Gardner Minshew is a two-quarterback league kind of guy, so he's a QB2 for me. Uh, if Pittman plays, I'd start Pittman. Otherwise... There's not much to like about the rest of this offense, so I am going to go Raiders in this one. And I'm curious who you're taking, Jeff. All right, I am going to go the Colts in this matchup, and um, obviously I hope that Pittman is back. And we'll see if Jacobs is back as well, but I agree with all your starting sits, and give me the Colts in this matchup. First difference. First difference. Yes, sir. All right. Okay. So we can go Dolphins at Ravens. A tough away match for the Dolphins. And Ravens are red hot at this point. So I'm going to go Ravens. I think that the Dolphins will be without Waddle. Maybe Hill. But I think Hill probably plays. So I would start Mostert. I would start Hill. For the Ravens, I'm definitely going to start Lamar. I'm going to start Flowers. Maybe OBJ. Uh, likely maybe as a tight end. Uh, Gus Edwards, I feel like he's the only real option at running back for them. But I don't know if I'm starting two of this week against the Ravens after what the Ravens just did to Brock Purdy. So I think Tua would be a sit for me. I'm going Ravens. Jeff, who do you have in this one? I am also going to go the Ravens in this matchup, and this will kind of make that last week Dolphins-Bills before the division title. But uh, I agree with your starts and sits, but this should be the game of the week so far. Okay, well, hopefully it's a good matchup, but we can move on to the Patriots at Bills. Um, Patriots are more than capable of upsetting a fellow division rival, especially with Belichick likely being done with the Patriots after this year. He's not going to give them the advantage of a high draft pick. So <laughs> all things are possible. I still think the Bills are going to win this one. So I would start Josh Allen. Um, I think he would be a lower-end QB1 this week, but his his legs give him that upside. Uh, I would start James Cook, and Diggs is still worthy of at least wide receiver three. For the Patriots, for me, it's whoever the starting running back is. If it's Stevenson or Elliott, whichever one is starting is the one that you want to put out there as well. I can't really see much other upside with the other wide receiver options. Maybe if Hunter Henry is healthy this week, maybe throw him out there because he, he could be due for a touchdown, but that's pretty much it for me. Like I said, I'm taking the Bills. Hey, you were supposed to throw Hunter Henry out against me last week, even though he was inactive and you did not do that. But also give me the Bills in this matchup. I completely agree with you. I hope we see Stevenson back, but I don't know if we will this season. So it's just something we might have to deal with for the rest of the year of having the C. Elliott backfield. But Gabe Davis could have another big game, um, or this could be a very low-scoring game if it's a cold, snowy day game. 
we won't know the weather until this weekend. But uh, yeah, give me the Bills in this matchup. The weather won't impact them too much. All right. And as we move along, we'll move on to the next matchup. And this is probably for the division title right here in the NFC South. And that's the New Orleans Saints at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, this one, I feel like you got to start everyone in this. So you start Kamara, Olave, and Taysom Hill with the Saints, and then start Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans, Rashad White, Godwin, all for the Buccaneers. I, oh, man. I think the Buccaneers are the better team. Uh, Saints have really disappointed this year, so I'm going to go Buccaneers. Jeff, who do you have in this one? Yeah, go ahead and give me the Buccaneers to wrap up the division this week in this matchup. And uh, let's go ahead and, uh, yeah, that's that's going to be my pick for that one. I think the Saints will put up a good fight, but you're not starting Carr. Or, uh, I mean, Mayfield's even a desperation play, but he is playing out of this world lately. Uh, yeah, so we're in complete agreement with that one as well. All right. Okay, well, <laughs> let's just keep moving on then. Uh, we'll move on next to the 49ers at the Washington Commanders. And at this point, I think that the 49ers are going to come back angry. So I'm going to start Purdy because I do think he plays this week. I'm going to start uh, CMC, Christian McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, uh, Kittle. I'm going to start all of those guys. And then I'm going to start whatever commander's running back is available, whether it's uh, Chris Rodriguez, whether it's uh, Brian Robinson. I'm going to start one of those two. And likely Terry McLaurin or maybe Curtis Samuel, uh, but I'm going to go the 49ers in this one, and uh, I I would be highly shocked if they lost to the Commanders. Jeff, who do you have in this one? I always forget about Curtis Samuel. Um, I would start Brian Robinson if he's playing in this matchup as well. I love Brian Robinson. I mean, Chris Rodriguez did really good in a spot start last week, but give me the 49ers playing very angry in this matchup, and they'll rebound from last week and kind of lock up the number one seed. All right. Now we can move on to uh, my division rivals here. Uh, so the Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. A lot's going to depend on whether Stroud is playing or not, whether Nico Collins is playing or not. But the Texans did beat the Titans without those guys. Uh, I can't see why they wouldn't be able to do it again. It's at home. So uh, Texans really need to win this too so they can have a chance to make the playoffs. So I'm going Texans in this one and i would start singletary i would start uh derrick henry um man it's so tough if stroud plays i'm starting stroud if he doesn't play i'm not starting whatever quarterback they have i'm not starting a tennessee quarterback um if nico collins plays and stroud play and stroud plays i'm definitely starting nico collins even if stroud doesn't play i think he's worth starting uh dalton schultz is worth starting that's about it for me, but give me the Texans in this very tough division matchup. And uh, Jeff, who do you have? Yeah, go ahead and give me the Texans in this matchup as well. And you do expect Stroud to come back, so that would make Collins and Schultz and even Noah Brown potentially usable in this matchup. But give me Singletary, Hopkins, Henry as well in this matchup. But give, but that is a lot more fantasy players on the Texans side of the ball. So I am going to go with the Texans in this matchup, and we can hop forward to the Steelers at the Seahawks. And in this particular matchup here, this I think this has a, a 
very interesting potential to be the matchup of the week because we saw the Steelers come off a really impressive victory against the Bengals with Mason Rudolph, who actually seems to know, to know how to distribute the ball to the correct players. We see the Seahawks come off of a scary win against the tight. And so this game might be a little bit closer than we think it's going to be. But at the end of the day, give me the Seahawks in this matchup. And for the Seahawks, I'm starting, um, Gino, if I'm desperate, I'm starting Kenneth Walker. I'm starting Metcalf, Lockett, uh, Dart Throw at JSN. I still don't know if he's getting the consistent amount of targets and looks in the right areas to be a fantasy starter, especially in the championship week. And then on the Steelers side of the ball, go ahead and give me Harris, because I do think that Harris and um, Mason Rudolph have like a little bit of a connection here right now. And that ground and pound game is actually what is working for Mason Rudolph. And then also, uh, you can give me uh, Pickens, which I would 100% start him this week coming off of last week, because we do know that they will be looking for him, especially Mason Rudolph. And then Fryer moved to what, pulled a zero last week, so I don't know. I, there's a matchup where I have him, and I just don't know if I'm going to be able to start him this week. I'm not, I'm not going to have the stomach to start him this particular week. Um, Alex, who do you have in this matchup? Uh, did you... If you, uh, I'm going Seahawks regardless, but did you go Steelers? I went Seahawks. Oh, you went Seahawks. I was, I thought you were building up for uh, the Steelers there, but well, it's, we still only have one difference, <clears throat> one difference so far. So I'm going Seahawks. Uh, I, I feel like this is going to be either a defensive game or an offensive game, and I don't know how it's going to play out. But both these teams have uh, have playoff aspirations, and it's still on the line for them. So I hope it's a good game all around. But I'm going Seahawks with this. Absolutely. And would you would you start Fryermuth after last week or uh, are no. you pretty much done with him? I'm not done with Fryermuth, but uh, well, I guess for this season for this I year. am. But yeah. All right. And would you start Kenneth Walker knowing that his role is not going to include receiving? What do you know? Well, I don't have a choice. So, yeah, gotcha. I'm still going to have to start him. Gotcha. All right, so we can move on to the next matchup, and I'll let you get started with it. It's the Bengals at the Chiefs. This matchup could have been Burrow versus Mahomes. I think the Chiefs win this, and I don't feel great about it considering how bad that they've been of late, but I just think that the Bengals have gotten as far as they're going to go. I don't think that they're going to make the playoffs, and I think that this would be completely different if Joe Burrow was quarterback. I think they, they would have beaten Kansas City pretty, pretty handedly, but Kansas City has a good defense, not that good, without Burrow. And that's with Browning doing very well filling in. I just don't think he's the same caliber quarterback and the offense just doesn't move the exact same way. So give me Kansas City. Give me, oh, if Travis Kelsey plays, I would have to play Travis Kelsey. Um, I, I'm going to do Rice as well. Um, give me Mixon for the Bengals. Um, if Jamar Chase is healthy, then you play Chase. If he's out for the rest of the year, then he's out. So you got to go Higgins and Boyd, but I think this will be relatively close. Uh, I still think that the Kansas City Chiefs will win this one, but Jeff, let me know where I went wrong. So Chiefs aren't losing back-to-back home games, so give me the Chiefs in this matchup as well. And this is where um, I would be definitely starting mixing, and I, I, I don't foresee Jamar Chase playing in this game, so I'd be starting Higgins and potentially Boyd as well. But obviously, Kansas City's defense is difficult. Aiden O'Connell had 60-some yards last week against the Saints. I think Browning will see similar results as well. I think they're very similar style quarterbacks. They're not starters in this league right here. Um, But 
give me rice. You got to keep putting Kelsey out there unless you have a better, hotter option, kind of like uh, McBride. If I had McBride and Kelsey, probably be starting McBride this week. Um, but uh, but yeah, like uh, Kelsey, you spent a first round pick or high dollar value on in auctions. I don't know how you don't start him if you've made it to a championship with with Kelsey. Um, but that is where I'm at with the Chiefs. Mahomes is an every week must start, even though he's been pretty terrible lately. But give me the Chiefs in this matchup as well. Okay. Well, we can move on now to the last two matchups here. And this next one is the Denver Broncos versus the Los Angeles Chargers. And I I think that the Broncos are going to bounce back in this one. And I think they're going to take the win. We got to monitor Cortland Sutton and see if he's out for the rest of the year or if he will be back for this one. If he's healthy, then we're playing Sutton. Um, I'm never going to play Judy. I'll never play him. Marvin Mims is someone you could potentially start for upside. I think that Javante Williams will have a bounce back this week. Um, for the Chargers, we're just going to see if Keenan Allen's back, if they'll play him. If they, Since the, their year is pretty much over, if they'll even play him. But if he does play, I'm throwing him out there. Uh, I don't trust Eckler. At this point, so I'd avoid Eckler. Palmer is someone I'd consider starting. That's pretty much it. Uh, I'm going Denver. And uh, Jeff, I'm curious what your thoughts are. Yeah, I'm going to go Denver as well. I think the Chargers last week were the best that we're ever going to see them at this point. And I think the magic kind of runs out of a one-week bump that they got. So the matchup for them to win was last week against the Bills. And I think the Broncos will come out ready to play them. I don't think the Broncos are playing for much right now. I think they're pretty much out of the playoffs. At this point, uh, I would give Eckler a dart throw. I'd give Palmer a dart throw. Obviously, Keenan Allen, if he's playing, like you said. Gerald Everett, I'd give a dart throw to at this exact moment because it doesn't seem like he's a favorite of Easton Stick. Um, but uh, if you're desperate, Russell Wilson against this Chargers defense may not be a bad option as well. But give me the Broncos. Oh, man. One difference, Jeff. One difference in all of these matchups. And we only have one more to go. Can we make it two? All right. So we got. The last matchup of the week, and that is the Sunday night matchup, the Packers at the Vikings, both of whom still have an outside chance of making the playoffs. Jeff, who are you going in this one? Are you uh, you going Packers with Jordan Love? Are you going Minnesota, who lost Hawkinson? Uh, they're now on to Jaron Hall, potentially, as their quarterback this week. Do you think uh, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is as long as Justin Jeffrey? Justin Jefferson is uh, is there to catch the ball. Who are you picking in this one? So first, let me go over my starts and sits here. So I'm going to start Love, Jones. I don't know which wide receiver. They're complete dark throws for a wide receiver for the Packers without Watson. Uh, Dobbs led the team in targets last week, but he hadn't led the team in several weeks in targets. It looked like Reed and Wicks were taking over, but Wicks got hurt last week. I would give Tucker Craft a shot if if I was desperate at tight end as well. And then on the Vikings side, uh, they haven't officially named a starter just yet, but we're assuming it's going to be Jaron Hall this week. Um, But Hawkinson is out, so Addison's probably not playing. Jefferson should get the start. You should be starting Chandler right now, because I do believe he is the no-brainer starter between him and Madison going forward. Um, But the uncertainty of both receiving cores. I will go with the quarterback that was the starter all year. And that is Jordan love and the Packers to win this matchup. Oh boy. All right. We got a a second difference. Finally, I'm going to go Minnesota in this one. I've, I have gone back and forth on this one, but I keep forgetting Justin Jefferson's back. So I I think 
he he makes a difference. Jaron Hall, I I don't know if he's going to work out or not, but this is in at home in Minnesota. I think that they'll be better. Green Bay struggles on the road a little bit, so I think that's going to make the difference. I don't think either of these teams are going to end up in the playoffs, though. And I think these are two uh, next year teams, in my opinion. So give me give me Minnesota. Give me Justin Jefferson with 250 receiving yards, probably. A little, little, oh hyperbole, boy, but a little hyperbole, but uh, yeah, I, I'm going Minnesota, so that gives us a second difference this week. That's awesome. All right, do you want to hop right into our playoff predictions as of right now? Let's do it. All right, I will let you get kicked off with the AFC because this is your division, and I'll get kicked off with the NFC if that's all right with you. Yep, no problem. So, not much has changed for me with the AFC. I have Baltimore as the number one seed with a 14 and three record. I have surprisingly enough, though, Buffalo as the number two seed with an 11 and six record. Kansas City's number three seed with an 11 and six record. Jacksonville holds on to the division lead with a 10 and seven record. Uh, Cleveland comes in at the fifth seed with a 12 and five record. Miami comes in as a six seed with an 11 and six record. And Houston comes in with a 10 and seven record to close out the seven seed. Interestingly enough, the teams that miss out that are pretty close, I have the Las Vegas Raiders going 9-8 and eight to end a year as the eighth seed. <laughs> so they would be the next seed below uh, Houston. So I have them, then Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Denver, Cincinnati, all at 8-9. Uh, so I just thought those were interesting. Jeff, what do you have as your AFC standings? So I have some interesting... Uh, movement this week because obviously the Chiefs lost last week and that's a pretty big deal given their um, matchups and I do think the Chiefs could lose to the Bengals this week as well because they're playing not very good football right now but we'll go over my standings right now where I have the Ravens still at the number one seed I have the Bills now at the number two seed at 11 and six so same record as before but now they're the number two seed because Kansas City would finish with the same record as them as currently constructed. Um, And then Kansas City would be the three seed. And then I have the Colts right now at the four seed winning the division. So I do believe that that CJ Beathard is going to start this week and the Carolina Panthers are going to win the matchup. And that would make the Browns the fifth seed playing the Colts week one at 12 and five. And the Dolphins, the sixth seed at 11 and six, play in Kansas City week one. And then it would make the Jaguars nine and eight playing the Bills week one of the postseason. Anything crazy there? Uh, Colts winning the division is crazy. Crazy. Uh oh. <sighs> but I have the same seven teams this week. I have the same seven that I did last week. It's just a little different. Order. Buffalo moved up to number two, which is pretty crazy. Me too. I'm, I, I think Josh Allen, as we've mentioned before, has an outside shot at MVP and uh he's someone that I probably would put a few bucks on if I believed in putting a few bucks on the MVP race. All right, mm-hmm. hop over to the NFC now so we can get this going. We have the 49ers that dropped an extra matchup last week but they still finish uh 13 and 4 with the number 1 seed. 13 and 4 also is the Eagles with the number 2 seed. Um then Detroit 12 and 5 with the 3 seed. 9 and 8 Buccaneers now 
they finished the year off stronger than I expected. Expected them to drop the game to the Jaguars. That did not happen. So they still remain at the four seed, and I expect them to wrap up the division this week, which makes week 18 not even needed for them, to be honest. So if if it stands as is right now and they win this week, then they win their division pretty much already. So that matchup against Carolina week 18 might be a Carolina upset because uh, the Buccaneers may decide to bench and uh, rest some of their starters. But they have Dallas coming into town at 12-5 and five still. And then they have the the Seahawks are visiting the uh, Lions. And as currently constructed, I still have Green Bay in the seventh seed going to uh, Philadelphia. But that should be a pretty easy matchup for the Eagles, I would assume. So I got your Seahawks still in. And they're in the exact same order with the almost the exact same records, except for the 49ers is last week and the Buccaneers gained a victory as well. So any differences there or are we pretty much in lockstep? So I think it's pretty much pretty close. So I have 49ers 13 and four as a one seed. I have Philly 13 and four as a two seed Detroit 12 and five as a three. I have Tampa fourth seed. I have them at a 10 and seven record, which is the highest I've given them all year. Uh, I have Dallas at a 12 and five as the fifth seed Seattle as the sixth seed with a 10 and seven record and the Los Angeles Rams at the seven nine and, with a nine and eight record. Is that the exact same order as you? Yes, sir. Very close. Wow. Who did you have as the seven seed? I have the, the Rams. You have them as the uh, six or seven. I have oh, the Packers. Packers. I, yeah, no Rams. No Rams. I thought you were real nope. big on the Rams. I am. I am, but they're, their schedule down the stretch here does not lend out to be a good schedule. Mm. Well, I have uh, below them, since I did this for the AFC, uh, I have Minnesota, New Orleans, Chicago, all with eight and nine records. And then I have Atlanta, Green Bay with seven and ten records. So those are the teams that, that missed out on the playoffs. Um, I think you're a little bit higher on Green Bay than I am at this point. Uh, I think that... Uh, they might split the difference at least with some of the the people that they're playing. So that would make the Rams make the playoffs. And that's just how I see it right now. All right. We'll see who is right in this field right here as we have two more weeks. And this is really the last week that we're going to be talking about fantasy. Obviously next week when we break down the matchups, we'll be gearing a lot more stuff towards 2024, but uh, yeah, good luck with your fantasy championships this weekend, as long as you made it and uh, good luck. All right, that does it for this episode of the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you all for downloading or listening to this episode. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Please leave us a comment and share the show. Every little bit helps. You can find us on all podcasting apps by searching N2E Fantasy and with our handle at N2E Fantasy on all social media platforms. Please join our community and give us a follow. Until next time, take care of yourselves. And remember, it's truly never too early for fantasy football. Thank you again. Hi, everybody.